Okay, stop the tape, please. Hello, and welcome to We Are Weezer, season two, mini episode number five, or Alone, home recordings of Juliet with a cold. We Are Weezer is a podcast about Weezer. In our second season, Rachel and I, along with special guest hosts, dig around and find details on your favorite songs, one per show, and we give you the download, review, and rate the song using our super secret rating system. In these mini episodes, we will deep dive into a related topic. With this launch of season two, there was so much to catch up on, we decided to do a mini on Rivers' solo shows. We're going to specifically focus in on the last three shows. Well, I am. August Hall in San Francisco, a hundred Ciclavia celebration with the Philharmonic in Los Angeles, and Santa Monica City College's homecoming halftime show. really like going to Rivers' solo shows, probably for the same reason that he does them. It's a rare, seemingly spontaneous event, which in an ideal world would happen all the time, like any good quality time. His acoustic solo shows are a stark contrast to the big Weezer concerts with the lit up flying W in the background with different sets, lights, and pyrotechnics. His solo shows are simply a guy singing on stage with his guitar and laptop perhaps one step up from his Periscope rehearsals. But that guy is Rivers. To many, he's known as an enigma, a singer, songwriter, poet, Harvard grad, dad, husband, onstage shredder, musical genius with a sometimes oblivious charm, which only makes him a better entertainer. I always want to see what Rivers is going to do next. However, Something that is as strong as his musical genius, but not really seen, is his business acumen. But I think that's the myth, the strength that keeps Weezer going into its now third decade. My husband usually accompanies me to Weezer concerts, but when Rivers had an LA solo show in the spring of this year, 2018, and it was held at an all-ages club, we decided to take our two young sons. At the time, there were four and eight years old. This is when I realized that you need stamina to go to a Weezer show with me. I love my little rice crackers, but kids can sense when attention is not going to them and going to something else in the environment. They had to be taken out before Rivers' set ended, and thankfully, my husband was there to sit with them off to the side. He understood that it's just not good enough to get there late and maybe get a spot in the back somewhere. Nope, <laughs> not for me and other hardcore Concert fans know there's a reason why you pay money, good money, for being closer if you need to. Otherwise, just stay at home and watch it on YouTube in a day or two. I mean, you go early to get a good spot or meet up with friends who have done so. You have to be up close where everything is happening. You don't want to miss anything, but you've also got to have endurance. 
some type of staying power to not allow other people to edge you out of your good spot by slowly squeezing or pushing you behind them. But really, that only happens if you're in the pit or general admission floor at a festival, since most Weezer fans are so damn nice. I digress. Going to a solo show makes you feel like you're part of an L.A. in-crowd. They're often in an unassuming club, tucked away in a building that looks like, from the outside, couldn't actually hold that many people inside. This fall, he had three of them in particular that seemed to map out Rivers' trajectory where he satisfies his notorious hardcore Weezer fans and ventures out to reach a more general, wider type of casual listener. Since I couldn't go to all of them, I've asked some of my friends in the Weezer fan club who have gone to his solo shows to help me describe what it's like. Kyoko and Tez Rahid from the Bay Area have gone to the two solo shows in San Francisco and an L.A. show in L.A., as well as seeing Weezer in various states abroad and on the Weezer cruises. They highlight a particular warmth in his solo shows. They agree that Rivers' solo shows feel intimate and relaxed, a treat for fans that he was enjoying as much as we were. The set lists were varied, but included most of the songs from Pinkerton in addition to a few random covers. Rivers tends to joke and banters with the crowd, smiles a lot, and sings for what seems like hours. There's really no other gigs quite like it. It's like a room full of friends singing every word of every song and just having an amazing time. The highlight of the San Francisco shows would have to be Jason Cropper coming out to play alongside Rivers for a few songs off the Blue Album. It's so clear that there's a lot of love between them, and they seem giddy to be playing together. (laughs) Jason is a friend of Weezer from the Blue Album Hour. Another one of my L.A. friends who has been to so many Weezer shows over the years with the same track record as Kyoko and Taz, I can't even remember if it's 100 if that's possible, but she told us at one point that, and I could be exaggerating on that, but Cherry Tang has been to many uh, Weezer shows over the years and is a unique Weezer insider who has gone to superhuman lengths to throw listening parties. And at one of them in Beverly Hills, uh, where we all want to be, Rivers and Scott actually showed up. And Cherry went to a unique show, which was a party to celebrate 100 Sikh La Vie, where Rivers played with the string quartet from the LA Philharmonic. And here's her account with a couple of comments from me thrown in. They played Island in the Sun, Everybody Wants to Rule, rule the World, Take on Me, and Africa. Since it was a biking event, Rivers also told a story about how his bike was stolen while he and his wife were on a date. But they didn't steal hers, so he ended up on a motorized scooter for the first time. Then the following week, they were out again, and they stole her bike, but not his. He ended up by mentioning that their new type of locks were working better. And while circumstances of the story were lousy, he told it in an amusing manner, which is classic Rivers' story-type manner. Back to Cherry. The stage was right in front of the Capitol Records building, too, which made for a very fitting setting. Since it was a morning performance at the Hollywood Hub, meaning not the main hub like downtown LA, it was easy to walk right up to the small stage. But don't get me wrong, there was still a nice, comfortable-sized crowd that eventually gathered, but for events like this, it's so nice for hardcore fans to be able to walk up to the railing without waiting in line forever, fighting through some crazy crowd to get a good spot, etc. It seemed to me 
to be maybe a last minute addition and the performance was only ever billed as Rivers by himself, not the entire band. And it was always just with members of LA Philharmonic, not the entire orchestra. Also, the LA Phil's own press release only mentioned it maybe three days in advance. It was a tiny informal morning performance in a half hour slot on the schedule and a day long free festival of various performances across multiple locations and stages where members of the LA Phil were spread out across the city. The four string musicians were happy to play with Rivers and vice versa. There was genuine delight on both sides in having shared the small stage to do something that was different for all of them, however impromptu it was. I say that I thought it had to be last minute due to the in-between chatter between musicians and how they'd never done this before. Perhaps it was a recommendation from a friend of a friend (laughs) that Rivers would be interested in participating in this citywide event. I think Rivers just loves being exposed to different types of performances and experiences outside of his everyday norm. So when he gets the chance to do something different, he will. Similarly, I think that's why he participated in playing a couple of songs for Sam Harris and Steven Pinker's talk earlier this year. It was a completely different type of event that he himself commands, and it's a different kind of audience to play to. There's probably a bit of freedom when he does these events by himself, too. There's no pressure to play up to the Weezer fan base and all the baggage of expectation that can bring. Cherry knows her Weezer history. And I asked her if she was going to go to the Santa Monica City College homecoming game, and she replied, I almost schemed to go. They looked like they had a great time. I figured it'd be one song, and with my record, I was okay missing it. <laughs> Lol. I think Rivers was happy to be repping SMC as a local alumni. So... Here's an edited article from the Corsair, SMC's campus newspaper, that Lisa Eubank, the spunky and fair moderator of the Weezer Fan Club Facebook group, shared. Hundreds of Santa Monica City College students and alumni gathered in the stands at the SMC football stadium awaiting the performance of Rivers Cuomo, lead singer of the band Weezer. The halftime announcer, Steve Chiatakis, a news anchor on local radio station KCRW, presented the group with unparalleled enthusiasm. SMC and KCRW are excited to introduce our halftime entertainment, Chiotakis began. The all-star SMC alum and faculty band is just that. It's made up of some pretty distinguished and talented SMC alumni. Chiotakis went on to announce musicians Jason Pitts, Kevin O'Neill, Sanghee Cho, Ricky Amador, and Cuomo himself. The crowd roared as they awaited Cuomo to take center stage. Cuomo's presence brought numerous people to the homecoming game. One attendee, an alumni named Deborah Gunn, attended solely for the halftime performance. When asked what brought her to the game, Gunn excitedly stated, I was looking to see Rivers. Gunn certainly wasn't alone in her interest. Joseph Sperry, a current student at SMC, admitted, I'm not going to lie, I came for a Weezer. And during the show, many viewers danced and cheered in delight. And Sperry noted, I thought it was great. I think it's cool that Rivers came out here. He seemed like he was having a good time, and we're all having a really good time, Sperry continued. As a fan of Weezer and as a fan of music in general, I loved it. (laughs) A couple of students, Sandy Jimenez and Megan Gomez, decided to come out to the homecoming game, originally to support SMC, but Gomez explained that Cuomo's appearance was all the more appealing. She told me the guy from Weezer was coming to be here, and I thought, okay, now we have to go, said Gomez. 
The fellow performers alongside Cuomo were enthralled by his energy. Kevin O'Neill, a music professor at SMC and bassist during the halftime show, stated, I had a blast. He described his experience performing with Cuomo by stating, he came in last minute, but he was the sweetest can be. Cuomo sang the final notes of the iconic 80s rock song, I'm assuming it's Africa. The tremendous applauding began. Cuomo waved his hand in the air in spirit and humbly exited the stage, leaving hundreds of people enchanted by the performance. I loved that article, and I maybe rearranged some of it, but that was pretty much mainly what it was saying. And in a different article for the release of Pacific Daydream, their recent 11th album, Rivers pontificated on having major mainstream success. And one of the markers of the success that he's talking about, where right now icons are secured for, would be to do halftime at the Super Bowl. Perhaps these three shows are a blueprint for, for that journey. Maybe not 2019, but if Rivers continues in creating the same quality that the White Album and other solid colored self-titled albums follow, maybe that's his five-year plan. Any good businessman would have that five-year plan in place. So we'll see what happens in 2023 and 24. And everyone clapped when I asked her to marry me. She said yes, and we felt so fine. We lost track of the past and the time. Before I knew it, we had our own babies, Jean and Shannon, Kiwi and Gabe. But now. So this is Juliet Evans signing off for We Are Weezer. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Brian, for the sound, social media, Instagram. F, uh, Facebook, Twitter, you can find us at We Are Weezer, and, or you can email us, weareweezerforever at gmail.com. So, adios. We are Weezer, we are Weezer, we are Weezer, and I love you.